welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me. Got a radio guy just said before, your host, Rich Dotson. Here are my fellow nerd, Garrett Price. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. No Matt O'Hara today. He has uh, some uh, personal things he has to take care of uh, here, so he will be back next week. So today it's just me, me and you, a little alone time, a little one-on-one time. Just the two yeah, of us. Yeah, sing it to me. Yeah, give me we a We can make if we try, mm-hmm. just the two of us. Not, you're not a terrible singing voice. It, it could be worse. It, it could, could be better. It could be worse. It could be mine. It's just terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm terrible. It could be definitely be better. I'll say that. But it could could I, be worse. I strive for mediocrity. It's not bad. You know, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, that guy's terrible. Why is he even singing? But <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so we're back here today uh, after the big Midwest Expo we were just at. Dude, so fun. Yeah, had a really good time at the Midwest Expo. Loved uh, meeting every from everybody from the Ball Blast Girls, Dynasty Trades Headquarter Podcast guys were all there. Uh, got to meet Curtis Patrick from Rotoviz. Uh, talked to him for a while. Big fan of his work and TJ Calkins. Um, got to hang out with Ryan McDowell and uh, Eric Dickens from DLF, the DLF owners over there. Got to hang yep. out and talk to them for a little while. Bob Harris, we hung out for a long yeah, time for SiriusXM. Of course, Bob Lung, who uh, hosted the event. FF Stompy. Uh, you know, the previous yep. Scott Fishbowl winner, got to hang out with him for a while, too. What a really good dude he is. And yep. Matt Williams and so many other guys as well that were there from Addison Hayes and, and on. Uh, they got to hang out with us. So I had a really good time this weekend. Dude, it was it was so fun. And then getting to do getting to do the after party afterward, just get to hang out, mingle, talk with everybody. It, it, it's cool because, like, you and I were even talking before the podcast, like, and, and Rich has obviously been doing this a lot longer than I have. And I was like, how many of these people had you had you met before? And what did you say, Rich? How many had you met in person, face-to-face, before this event? Zero point zero. Ooh. Yeah, no. never met any of them. No, it's just a lot of, like, you know, FaceTime from podcasts, you know, like doing guest shows on podcasts and Twitter, but never met anybody. So it was good. It just, it just goes to show, like, this community is just filled with so many – good people you yep. know the people that are passionate about dynasty just weird how they most of them are just really Solid. good people yep. you know what i mean like i haven't met i haven't really met any too many dicks yet nope you know but you're out there i know i will find you <laughs> i will find you so let's get into this week's news and notes but before we do let me talk to you about the, about the sponsor of the show that's right you've heard us talk about them plenty of times but just in case you're turning in the first time or just in case you haven't checked them out yet we're talking dynastyowner.com now listen the season's only two what, two weeks, three weeks away? Two, three, two, three weeks? Yeah, I think it's three. September 9th. So yeah. it's about three weeks away. Yep. Dynastyowner.com. It gives you a different way to play Dynasty fantasy football. And listen, we all played Dynasty from the beginning because it was a little bit different. And we're all addicted to a little bit different. And Dynastyowner.com gives you that difference that you may just love. You build your Dynasty team off actual NFL salaries. That's right. NFL salaries. You get a salary cap. And you get to draft players at what their contracts are. So how savvy are you? huh? Yeah, you can draft guys well, but can you manage a salary cap? Can you be John Dorsey of the Cleveland Browns? 
Ooh, he's pretty good. That's he's why he's my pretty favorite. dang good. He's my favorite. So, like, how would you build your team with a salary? You know, on, on an NFL salary. You know, me, I'm drafted. I'm just same thing, kind of like Dynasty. I'm looking for all the young running backs. Yep. I ain't paying any running back big money. Rookie contract. I'm trying to get rookie contract quarterbacks or some good bargains there. You know, it was Tom Brady until recently. Some good deals and some quarterbacks, and then I'm paying for the receivers. You know, that's where I'm paying my bucks. Give me the Odell yep. Beckham's and guys like that, and. You know, anytime I can get out from one of these running backs with the big salary, I'm, I'm going to do it. So uh, we'll be doing, Matt and I will be actually hosting one of their podcasts again. So you'll be able to hear Matt and I Ooh. on their Dynasty Owner podcast. should be out probably within the next uh, 10 days. We haven't recorded it yet, but we're going to record it this well, week. Probably. Uh, so, you know, they have a great podcast that Matt and I will be hosting uh, as well. And they have a YouTube channel. And they have cool Indiegogo campaigns where you can get really cool stuff like tickets to Monday Night Football, dun, 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 resorts. Dun, dun, dun. So make sure you check them out, DynastyOwner.com. Um, get in on their beta test. And this year it's free. So you literally get to play this year for free. So if you're not checking out, why wouldn't you try something new for free? Right? I like free. I like free. Yeah. I mean, even when I'm not hungry, I'm at the mall. And you walk by and are like those people offering you like the chicken on the toothpick. Yeah. You still eat it, right? I've never said no. Not one time. I have said no. Why? I don't know why, but I've just said no. I know I have like multiple times. It's, 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 I think it's a personal thing for me. That's like, I mean, which is hard for me to do. I'm, get, to say I'm no. getting one over on these guys. <laughs> you know, I have no desire to get their food, but I'm eating this free piece of chicken. I, and it tastes so good. It tastes too. so good. And it's like, it just, it does, it does work because you're like, dude, I'm, I could eat there. And you, I mean, it is way better too when you get the whole plate, right? It is. Like, it's, it is that much better for sure. So, yeah, who says no to free food? I have, but I know you, but not do. on the regular. Yeah, like if, if it was like this on a podcast, I'm like, check out DynastyOwner.com. And I did it like consistently. I'm like, okay, I'll check out DynastyOwner.com, Rich. Like, just right. please shut up about it. I'm like, I can't. They're our sponsor. I'm going to keep talking about them. But like, it, it's probably going to end up being like that chicken where you get the whole plate and you're like, that's so good. What? what? I should have just been coming here the whole time. Like, if, forget Sabaro. I won't say forget Chick-fil-A. But we're, the yeah, Chick, we're Chick-fil-A. Right. And Dynasty Owner is the guy with the chicken on the, on the toothpick. Have you ever done the, like, pass by and then, like, 15 minutes later, the pass by again? <laughs> you ever done that yeah, one? Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. It's not all toothpicks. Sometimes on uh, spaghetti, right? Isn't On spaghetti? Yeah, like little spaghetti sticks, isn't it? I've never seen that. Is it all toothpicks? I've never seen no. anything other than toothpicks. No, I've had it on spaghetti before. Like, uncooked spaghetti? Is that what yeah, you're talking like about? uncooked spaghetti, yeah. And that's what's on. What? The chicken. I feel like that would break, like, as you as you bit it. Well, and if you, I mean, do you bite it? I mean, it's not a toothpick. Do I mean, you but bite it or do you pull it off with your teeth? Nobody bites not, it. It's kind of, kind of. What are you taking bites of the piece of chicken? fragile. I'm going to make this last. <laughs> what are you doing over there, Garrett? How are you eating I can free get chicken? six bites out of this one morsel of chicken. <laughs> you sit down with a knife and fork, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. please, sir, I'd like some more. Pass the napkin. <laughs> I'm going around for thirds. <laughs> Well, that's them, DynastyOwner.com. There's a free chicken. Go check it out, man. It's free stuff. Just get, just try it out this year. It doesn't even cost you anything. They're going to hook you up for trying out. What we see what you get for it, DynastyOwner.com. Check Ooh. them out. God, we're such good uh, uh, promoters. We are. Right? Like, I think I think their numbers are going to skyrocket after this. Oh, they've already skyrocketed. because But even more. Because people check it out and they love it. It's good. I've had a lot of people tweet me or, or like, DM me and be like, dude, this is cooler than I thought it was going to be. I was like, yeah, it's pretty oh, sweet. Sure. Like, people, people tweeting at me too, like, hey, can you guys cover some of the salary stuff now and what you think of it? And well, I'm like, well, yeah, we're going to do a whole podcast on it for DynastyOwner.com. Yeah, for, for uh, something else. I'll tweet out too when I'm there so you can find me elsewhere. I mean, there we go. what you hear me talk about Dynasty when I hear you talk about uh, NFL salaries, I can squeeze a couple nuggets in there. There you go. About some stuff. So let's talk about this week, though, in the NFL and how it affects our Dynasty teams and Dynasty World because that's Lots all we care about. All we care about is Dynasty fans football. Yep. Right? That's all. 
We're dynasty set, right? Not redraft. Last time at redraft nerds. Yeah. Big ooh, redraft nerds like it. Let's talk some about some news here. Hakeem Butler. Oof. Allegedly, well, not allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> for surely. I think he's faking it. <laughs> he <laughs> broke his hand, so he's. It looks like he might be an IR candidate. Which you know, any Isabella's looked pretty solid here. I know I dissed him two weeks ago. They didn't look as solid, but now he's looking really solid. Things change, you yep. know. Things change. He had a, he had some nice plays in, in the preseason game. Christian Kirk's there. Larry Fitz is there. Keyshawn Johnson's there. They they don't need Hakeem Butler this year. Nope. And I like this because it pretty much went right to what I said. I hope I can do with Hakeem Butler is miss out on him this year in the draft because he has dropped a little bit, and I don't want to reach for him where he where he goes and just buy him in the off season. Cause he ain't going to do anything this year at all. Oh, you're going to have a great opportunity to buy. And especially, especially if you can sneak him in as like one of those add ons in the deal where like, he's not even the focus of the deal and you're, you're trying to acquire, you know, you're uh, I'm, I'm going after, you know, Mike Williams or I'm going, I'm going after a bigger name player and he's that little piece to like even it out, so to speak. And, and, what you didn't realize is you have a, a great upside wide receiver for the future. Who knows what's going to happen, but I, I also don't hate him having the opportunity to sit and learn how all of this works. Yeah. Um, Which with, is, he's, a, if you're talking about some of the receivers that need that besides like a DK Metcalf, like he needs that. He does. He does. He needs those mental reps. Uh, so I, I actually don't think this is going to be that bad of news for him. Plus sometimes you also see guys that get out there before they're ready it starts to become a little bit of a like an ego, like a poke to their ego a little bit, and they're like, oh, "I'm not producing like I thought I would," or you know, whatever. So he's not going to have to deal with that this year, and he's just going to be able to sit back and learn. Nice, yeah, I like that as well, and I, I love your theory too, just as an add-in instead of trying to get him and make it so blatantly clear, like to remind the owner, like, "Oh yeah, people do want Hakeem Butler," right? You know, I in some situations that works, some it won't. Uh, and oh, which makes me think of for the Nerd Herd episode today. Okay, I've come up with a way. Uh, I've done this before, but I've never expressed it. A way to go out and execute a big trade, right? Like we okay. always talk about, like even recently saying, it's kind of hard to make these big trades because you got to trade a good receiver for a good running back. It just, it's counterintuitive because then you create a hole elsewhere. Well, I have a way that in a piece that you need to go out there and make the big trade. Ooh. I do. I do. And I'm going to talk about the Nerd Herd pod because that information saved for the Nerd Herd members. But Exclusive. So if you just want that one nugget alone, join the nerd. Just buy me a cup of coffee, and I'll give you this one little nugget. And I'm telling you, man, this is good. Like, I feel good about is it. it. Is it the free chicken through the line good? It's better. Ooh. Because this is going to this, this is a, a way to drastically possibly make your dynasty team better. To go out there and get a blue chip caliber player, which is one of the hardest things to do in dynasty. Like, I love the small trades. I love yeah. big trades. But sometimes the big trades can only be done if you have that much depth. Well. Right. I found a way to get a big guy without giving up your other blue chip guy, possibly. Won't work everywhere, but this is a pretty good strategy. Well, and this is a perfect time, too, to hop on the Nerd Herd because if, you know, there's a lot of, of Dynasty Leagues that drafted back in May and April, and uh, some people were drafting, like, the weekend of the NFL draft. But there's there's a crew that likes to wait a little bit and wait until, like, you know, the preseason. They have more information. So I know that there's quite a few guys out there that are drafting right now. Hop on the nerd herd. Get in there and get our ranking so you're not flying blind into your draft. Let us help you. Yeah, our rankings are pretty sweet. Yeah, like, I, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Right. I'd say so. You got a pretty good track record. I, up, I update them every two weeks. Every so two weeks. Yeah, just, just, and you can just filter it by me, by the way. Just filter Rich's rankings. That's 
That's how you get real success. I mean, well, I guess you can filter <laughs> them towards mine and then like see what the rest of the guys average out and on, see who I'm really high on and who I'm not. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there's probably a couple guys I do got to give, give a bump to. I'm going to get into this weekend and do another update. Another one. It's been uh, busy. More news and notes, shall we? Damaris Thomas just came off the pup today. Yeah. Now, I think this is funny because now Darius Thomas, yeah, he's kind of blown the last couple of years, right? Yep. But mostly you have to remember, too, he got traded and he didn't, he didn't succeed. And sometimes it's just hard. We see it all the time. These receivers get traded, and you get traded mid-season. Season, you're supposed to go just acclimate into a new offense, learn, learn a new playbook, get a rapport with a new quarterback. It just it barely ever works. Almost never. Never. So that was that was the thing. And then he gets hurt. Then he's out. And now he's getting back activated with New England. And this is interesting because just five months ago, we're talking about, man, New England's got no receivers. I hope that <laughs> Nikhil Harry went there. Man, it's like he's the only guy. And Julian Edelman, they gave him an extension because they have nobody. Now look at their receiving core. Demarius Thomas. Yep. Josh Gordon. Yep. Julian Edelman. Yep. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry as the guy that's to learn sitting back there and play occasionally. Right. And then the running backs are James White and Sonny Michelle. Don't forget about the kid that's come out of nowhere and been the preseason darling Jacoby Myers. I don't get I'm not I'm not jumping on that. Darling. Yeah. It, there's, I've seen Kembrel Tompkins be yeah. such a darling. He went like he was going high in redraft leagues. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, where's he at? Well, he's behind Nikhil Harry. I, I've Demarius told people Thomas, to Josh Gordon, and Julian Edelman. Oh, yeah. If you have him, you can trade him for anything. Yep. I'm getting taken anything. Like, Rich, I'll give you a 2024th. Like, oh, sold. Sucker. <laughs> I don't know about give that. It to but... me. You don't know about that? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with him? What are you going to do? do with the 2024th? Uh, draft a player and take some good odds with it. Okay, maybe. But I mean, but but I agree with the overall sentiment. No, yes. not maybe. I'm for sure drafting somebody with that pick. <laughs> you know what? I have the fourth round pick. I'm not I, taking anyone. Maybe I take those two fourths and a future third in 2021 and move up high into the third. Maybe I do Could. that. Now I have two fourths. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Maybe I do that. Will the fourth be with you? I don't know. Let's go, Luke Skywalker. So for me, the the New England receiving core now is interested. This helps Tom Brady. Still don't know a lot about Demaris Thomas, but Demaris Thomas has been like learning this playbook the entire time, which is a tough right. playmate playbook to learn. And then you're also asking Demaris Thomas to essentially be the third receiver here. Yeah. And you we know, don't Julian know. Julian Edelman in the slot, Josh on the outside, and then uh Thomas on the outside. Yeah, we'll see how quickly he actually comes back to, like, full game speed. Um, so I think for right now, I would assume that Nikhil is still going to be the starter uh, week one across from Josh Gordon. Uh, but but it's definitely something to monitor. Like, you know, we were talking about, and this can lead into one of our, our other topics, um, but, you know, we were talking about that Achilles injury and, you know, will he be able to come back well? There was another guy that did it pretty successfully uh, just recently, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, Manny Sanders looked really good. He did. Uh, in his debut, he named it to end around. Looked really good in it. Running his routes, he looked good. I mean, I'm really impressed for a 32 year old like that who tears Achilles to come back. I mean, the hardest injury to come back from. Dude, the hardest. I, I I had him on a couple of leagues, and I got to the point where I had considered cutting him. I didn't for the just in case, but I had like almost no hope that there was going to be any real comeback. And so I have been so so pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was. I'm literally caught off guard by this completely. I did not expect this at all. I was writing Manny Sanders off as de- dead, yep. deceased, gone, no longer with us. Please send flowers or donate to this charity. So for me to see him actually come out and actually look good, yeah, I love it because Joe Flacco loves the slot receiver too. A uh, little downplay on Deshaun Hamilton, but not definitely not long term. If you're a contender, is that is that the type of guy you're trying to go get, Manny Sanders? Yeah, because I mean, he's still not going to cost much. What would you pay for him today? Oh, 
23rd? I don't know if I'd even want to pay that. Really? I, mean, I think I would. He's a 32-year-old receiver coming off an injury. I mean, it depends how bad I'm at receiver. I just feel like I might – like, I'm, I'd go out and just try and get John Brown. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm paying – if I'm going to pay a price, like – I let me put it this way. I'd rather have John Brown maybe for two more years for, like, a 2022nd if I'm paying a price like that in right. something, you know. Because maybe you get John Brown for a 2022nd, like, get John Brown in 2023rd or fourth for a second, you know, or something. If I'm just paying, like, if you're getting that third round category, it's like, okay, could I do better? Because – even though he is there, there still is Deshaun Hamilton there. Sure, there and still Sutton. is Cortland Sutton there. There is Noah Fant there. There is Philip Lindsay. Give a third, and they, I think I would. And it, they're actually moving. I mean, they moved Philip Lindsay a lot out in pre-camp, and we saw some of the game into the slot a little as yeah. well. So it's like, and then they do have Joe Flacco, who's not the most greatest quarterback these days. And sure. they, they do sw- they do start to lose or switch off the Drew Lock. Doesn't really, really, really help the situation as yeah. well. So it's, and to me, like, I don't know. It's I like him. But even if he does play well, like where's he gonna? I mean, where's it, what's where's his ceiling? Where do you see like okay, it all works out like it's works well. Where do you see him finishing? Absolute tippy top ceiling, tippy top, tippy top, around wide receiver twenty four. So like very like so his peak value is like low end two, high end one, high end three. or uh, high end three. Yeah. yeah, and it's like which again for a Could third for one year is not terrible. For a third, it's not terrible. Yeah, right. But we're going to we're talking about a really deep draft class yeah. coming in twenty twenty, which a third still no matter what class is not great. But even this year in this third round, you're like there's some players I like. Yeah. Next year's class is twice as deep as this, yeah. right? Yeah. So I can't wait for next year's class. It, I just feel like if you did that for a third for Manny Sanders after yeah. a year, if he does, now you're talking about peak value here at wide receiver twenty four. Like, right. Say he doesn't, he's just mid range or something happens, he just finishes like wide right, receiver thirty six, like. When it time comes time to pick, like that's the kind of player that most likely is not going to be a difference maker for for you on a championship caliber team. And yeah. two, it's just I know when that draft comes around, you're like, man, I'd rather have that third round pick back. Yeah. Like I just I'd rather shoot higher. Like I think John Brown has mid range wide receiver two upside, if not even you know mid range upside. Like yeah, right around there. Like I see his like ceiling being like wide receiver fourteen fifteen as a ceiling for John Brown. Um, I mean, if Robert Foster did what he did last year, sure. um, averaging around 17 in those last five weeks, wide receiver 17, why can't John Brown do that? If not even better, because he's like overall better receiver than Robert Foster. Yeah. So why can't he just move up a couple spots, a couple point differentials <laughs> all year where he'll play all year and be that wide receiver 15, 14. So if I'm looking at that, I just, I'm going to shoot higher. If we're going to start giving up draft picks, then mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. Now for Manny Sanders, if I had to give somebody up in Dynasty, I might be willing to give up you know, a player I don't really overly love, you know, sure. like, you know, would you give up like LaShawn McCoy for Manny Sanders? I would. Yeah. So that's more, unless that's, I'm desperate at running back, but yeah, yeah, that's the more area I'm looking at. Like I'm not giving up. I give up a fourth for Manny Sanders, but I like probably said, wouldn't get it done. I don't think, but wouldn't get it done. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's like, I'm not giving up the third. I would, yeah. I, would I would be too mad at myself and th- like this time, nine months from now, but like, sure. oh, when we're actually, like breaking down the rookies we're going through and we're going to be sitting there like, oh my goodness, this draft class is so deep. I'm going to put that ass to sleep. It's so good. So for me, I can't do that. I'm sorry. All right. You're going to do it I'm, still. You would I, do it. I still might. But I like, still might do it. 
Like, but okay, so, and then you do do it, Garrett. You do it. You pull the trigger. Pull like, the trigger. Somebody's listening to podcast in your league right now. And they're like, mm-hmm. dude, Garrett's gonna give give me a third for Manny Sanders. Like, this. I mean, I'm not gonna. I would negotiate and try to no, do lower. too late. You've already it's said too late. They already know. They already know. I'm like, dude, I no. I you've I'm stayed, not get, like you've spoken. Like, it. please hold. And they play the then they play the podcast back on the phone for me. Like, I would do it. I would give up third. <laughs> it's it's, it's just like. Do, like how more comfortable like do you feel now about your like does that really like oh I feel I, really good about I, it? I think if it was one of those teams where I had really really good uh, top talent where I'm sporting like you know Barkley and Kamara and I like I'm doing really good but I traded all my depth to get those pieces uh-huh. I'd feel really good about him as like my bye week fill in type guy. Yeah, but why give up a third for that? Because I want to win. You the can ship. find that somewhere else. But you can find it somewhere else. But dude, bye week fill in. You're not that. It's a bye week feeling. When you get to the playoffs, you're playing your starters, right? But I'm saying, I'm saying during during the season, he's my bye week feeling guy. I don't like this. I don't like where you're going with this. I disagree <laughs> completely. I think it's a terrible idea to give up a fourth. That's just me. Um, let's move on, yep. shall we? Oh, speaking of uh, the injuries, so the uh, oh Dante Deontay Foreman, yeah, Dante Foreman uh, went to IR, because, <sighs> which keeps the streak alive of no running back ever coming back from an Achilles here. It's crazy, too, because it's two different positions. Like, yeah. you can come back as a receiver from yeah. uh, an Achilles heel, but you cannot come back from a Because it just takes away some of that explosion that you need behind the line of scrimmage for a running back. It sure doesn't help that all the other reports of him being lazy, too. Uh, I would have really loved to have seen dude work his tail off, uh, especially if he was a little bit of a smaller running back. That's It's harder, too, with with how big he was. Uh, I was I was tantalized with the talent, but... It's to the point now where uh, I'm willing to cut him, and that's that's hard. That was a hard part, part point for me to get to. You doing all right over there, Rich? I'm bleeding, but it's okay. We might have to amputate. Did see, did you just say you'd cut him? I might cut oh, him. Didn't I not say in this? Pod, I know. Did I not? I know. Dude, I am. I mean, it's like I got these magical crystal balls like right in front of me, <laughs> and then no matter what, how many crazy things I say in this podcast. Which I don't even know how it happened. I, I literally have no idea how it happens. I'm right more than like, but I was like, yeah, I'd cut Deontay Foreman. And both you guys were like, no, oh, I can't cut Deontay Foreman. I was like, okay. And then you talked to me and I was like, I guess, yeah, technically you can in case he comes back. I was right. like, but he's not going to come back. And look, he's on IR. Yeah. He's done. He's toast. I he, agree. Deontay Foreman will never, ever. And I said, I was like, if you train for anything at all, yeah. now that he's on a Colts at all, yeah. like a, a sandwich, a delicious sandwich. Take the delicious sandwich because now even Garrett's saying, "Yeah, I'd cut, I'd cut DeAndre Foreman. I'd cut him, and it's tough. But you I, don't have to. You have IR spots. So now you just put him on IR. Just put him on IR. Even better. I'd still cut him. Cut him off the IR. Well, dude, a lot of leagues you only get so many IR. That's true. Spots, that, right? No, that part is absolutely so, true. So, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, like, if, you want to waste one on DeAndre Foreman? Yeah, I mean, I'd leave him on there until I need it, and then I'd cut him. Oh, dude, that's but, like. But no, I'm at that point too. Yeah, I ain't doing it. I'm cutting him. I'm saying, see ya. Gotta go. It's like, there, it's like it, I don't fish, but I'm gonna use this comparison anyways. It's like you you catch this big fish, and you're like, yeah, this is gonna look it look like it's great, and then you just see it's like one of those fish you can't eat, and then like <laughs> you're having a hard time pulling in. You just cut just cut the line, right? Just cut it. I wouldn't know. I don't fish. I don't know. That could be a terrible analogy. I would have no. It probably idea. is. I I can't win, but it could be a good one. But I was right about the anti format at least. <laughs> so I mean, for me, it's just I don't know. I went fishing before. Like I had a boat. And I uh-huh. went fishing. And we're like, dude, we got to go fishing. You got this boat. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And everybody has their own hobbies, right? I don't even like golf. So who's who am I? Sure. I like I like football and fantasy football and baseball. That's what I like. All right. Yeah. Sorry. So I don't like golf at all, to be honest with you. <laughs> Have you tried so, top golf yet? No. Why would it? Oh, dude, try it. What, so I go hit some couple balls? and It's fun. 
Think of think of like the nicest bowling alley you've ever been to. I didn't even like Golden Tee, and that was a big thing. Oh back yeah, the video game. Young. Yeah, yeah. Back, well, back when I I'm older than you, Gary. Again, you didn't even know what patience was. Which I gotta give a I gotta give a nerd herd shirt away. You to do. Because, I was uh, surprised how many people tweeted at you. A lot of people appreciated DJ Rich from the uh, nerd herd episode. They like. I might have to become episode. a thing. They said that. I might have another tune for you tonight. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I might exit on another one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so I went fishing. I had this boat, and they're like, oh, let's go fishing. And you're just sitting there waiting for some of these fish to bite. Like, it's like, okay. Then you got to take the fish in. You got to, like, take them off the hook. And I don't even like that either. So right. I was like, this is not for me. It was the last time I went fishing. Speaking of patience, yeah, I don't have the patience for fishing. No, me neither. Same thing. Dude, golfing, you're going to hit the ball, then you're going to walk to the See, ball. See, golf I like, though. It's hard. Like, you know it's hard. It costs a lot of money to go do it. And you, it takes a lot of time. You know you're going to suck at it. It takes, like, all this time to practice. Like, I got better things to do. I'm going to go watch some game tape. That's what <laughs> I do. I'm a nerd, though, so what am I supposed to do? Let's move on. Let's not talk about moving right along. I do it way too much. I gotta, we got a review on the podcast. <laughs> It said the guy said he gave his four stars instead of five. He's like, please talk more fantasy football. <laughs> Rich just goes on these rants. Has nothing to do with football. And he's like, I just wish you guys would focus on football. And I'm like, and well, here dude. we are talking about <laughs> food court chicken. I'm like, dude, we've been golf. doing the same show for five and a half years, almost six years. Like, I'm not going to change now. Yeah, he's not going to like change this a good show. thing. He's, he's not going to like this. He show. likes it. No, he still gave us five, four stars instead of five. So he still likes it. Like, just doesn't love it. He thinks you and Matt do a great job. I'm sure. <laughs> but I'm sure. I see that all the time. Like, dude, Matt and Garrett do a great job. Rich, man, not only that guy. I understand. I'm not. I'm not for everybody. I'm for you though, right? Oh, you're here alone all the way. in a room. That's right. Let's talk about some more news. Andrew Luck, dude. I'm getting nervous. Nervous. Wait till our next episode when we talk about uh, next. The nerd episode is going to be on QBs and tight end ones. Who we think is going to finish as a QB one and tight end one. Who's out as a QB one. Who's in as a QB one? Ooh. Who's out as a tight end one? Who's in as a tight end one? Uh, Andrew Luck may be in, may be out, because I'm nervous too. I'm <sighs> nervous too. Hard to finish as a QB one if you don't play 16 games. Garrett, right now, here, fire on my ball. Oh. Tell me. Feels good. Will Andrew Luck play 16 NFL games? No. Garrett, tell me. Will Andrew Luck play 15 NFL games? No. 14 NFL games. Yes. Ooh, four, you th- say 14? I'm going to say 14. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 12. Ooh, you're yeah. going to miss a month. Yeah, I feel like he's going to, this is going to, I mean, dude, he's still not practicing. Dude, I, I'm scared. Would, would it be inconceivable for it to be like, oh, this was actually way worse than we ever talked about. He's actually going to be out for a good chunk of the season. No, like, I just would said you be right shot? now, it's a quarter of the season, 12 games. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not even like they're saying, it's not like, oh, Andrew Luck's out this week. No worries. We'll have him. He's, he's ready to go next week. It's, it's, it's just, no, nope, he's not practicing still. He won't practice all week. What's wrong? We don't know. When, when's he getting back? We don't know. And we've, we've read this story before. Like, like we've, lived, we've lived through this. I watched a movie. Well, yeah. Was the book better? <laughs> the book was really good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we saw it with Peyton. We saw it with, with, with uh, Andrew Luck two or three years ago. Like, and, and we're back. Yeah, well, yeah, like most movie sequels, it's getting worse. It's getting <laughs> worse. I mean, this isn't Back oh, to the Future, no. man. Come on. This is Indiana Jones. This is what had a really terrible sequel. Uh, are you talk- Are you talking about Indiana Jones' terrible sequel, the, no, those, the Alien one? No, Indiana Jones were good. The last one? The Alien one? No, the first three. In- oh, okay. The ones when you were still in your mama's womb. Okay, good. those but, ones were good. I agree. Yeah, those ones. Those ones were good. But what sequel was like terrible? A lot of people are going to say Godfather 2, but I'm not a big guy. Rush Hour 3? 
Was Rush Hour 2 good? Rush Hour 2 was pretty good. Probably was. I liked Rush Hour 2. That's not a, it's a, that's a three-peat, though. That's not a sequel. I should know the answer to this. There's been some really bad sequels. Well, that's what this could be. This could No be. need to dwell on it. We're not going to waste <laughs> it. This is a football show, not a not a movie show. I would love to do a movie podcast, by the way. It would be fun. It would be. Um, so Andrew Luck, not not anywhere close. Jacoby Brisket, not br- not Brissett, Brisket, Brisket, uh, like the same. Like starting. I'm nervous. I'm with you. I'm real nervous on this. Um, I don't think it's going to really overly. Affect. I think Brissett is capable enough. Like Deion Kane looked right, right, and it's, yeah. it's what he had seven catches for like eighty yards. Yeah, he's played uh, I think really he well. A touchdown. He's had a really good preseason with Paris Campbell being hurt. He's yep. got a really good opportunity to shine. Remember, this is a guy we loved in the preseason. A couple of years. We've talked about Deion Kane probably four or five times this offseason here. Yep. He's still giving you starting to shine. He's gonna slide right into that TY Hilton role really nicely. Where it's gonna be he Paris will. Campbell and TY Hilton. So for me, this is great news. And Brissett has done it. He, he's done it. You know, he's got yep. out there and he's produced with some quality fancy numbers for these receivers. TY Hilton's gonna get his. Looks like Deion Kane might be a possible starter here on the outside as well. And you got both the tight ends, the safety nets, and Doyle and Ebron, and of course Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines. So I'm not overly worried from a fantasy perspective. Obviously, Luck is going to be a big upgrade from Brissett. There's no question. Yeah, absolutely, there. he's one of the best in the game. But I mean, if you're in a super flex league, like, this is a guy that you you really count on to help get you over the hump. And right now, you'd have to say there is a chance that he does not play anytime soon. That's yeah. why I'm going at 12 games because I'm thinking that this is if he's not practicing for an entire month, right? Not even practicing for a month. Like, how, it's going to be one of those situations like, okay, now he could practice, but we're going to give him a week. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like we're going to roll with Brissett week one. Until I actually hear, like, okay, this is this what's is wrong plan. with him. This is what's going to happen. I'm just assuming it's worse. Yeah. Because that's what it always ends up with him, at least. You know? Again, I just try and go off of history, and this is what history is telling me. Yep. I, I'm 100% on board with that. I'm scared. We're going to talk about the next podcast more. <sighs> how much it is. But even though we kind of talked about it here a, a little bit. A lot here, but we'll do it again. I'll we'll just, run it back. I'll just dribble out. Again, I have to talk about that big uh, way to make the big trade. That's right. I got to spend a lot of time on that. So we won't spend a lot of time on the QBs. You know what QB one? I'll, I'll give a teaser. Though. Okay. Everybody knows one QB I, I'm, I'm going to put into the slot. Is Who, Rich? Just my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Out there talking. Somebody tweeted a great tweet today. Uh, they tweeted me. I, I almost tweeted out, too. It's funny because he tweeted out exactly what I was going to. He tweeted at me exactly what I was going to tweet out. I was going to tweet out, man, this is really tough to be the president of the Baker fan club and the president of the Daniel Jones fan club. This is really this is really Conflict of interest. And uh, he, he wrote me. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I'm always just going to go to the side of love. <laughs> yeah. And I love Baker more than anything. So I'm taking Baker's side. He'll be okay. Daniel Jones will be just fine. More news and notes? Yep. DK Metcalf? Yeah, uh, it's looking like right now he's going to have to get knee surgery done. Uh, and even though they're saying it's not a huge deal, still an outside shot, he's ready for week one, uh, but he could he could miss several weeks into the season. Anytime you got to get cut open like that, that close to the start of the season, that's that's not good news. And this no, is a guy, no. this is a guy that's that's been hurt a lot over his uh, over his college career, and now he's hurt again. I. I mean, obviously, we've been the opposite of the presidents of the fan club here, uh, but but it's just more of a reason that it's a, a stay away from me. Yeah, this is never good for a guy of his size to get this kind of. I mean, again, it might be minor, but I hate when people mention that too, like a minor surgery. You're like you said, you're getting cut open, like yep. you're having surgery, you're changing the way your body is. It's 
it's never good. And this is a guy, a big guy with a lot of pressure on those knees. So yep. anytime I hear anything with knees or anything like that, I'm like, ooh, that's never great. You know, and we mentioned before, Todd Gurley, you know, a little cleanup here. Like scar tissue can have compounding effects down the road. Not only that, he's going to miss some time yep. as well. So good news for David Moore. Yep. Uh, gives him another time to shine who's flashed here and there. So he's definitely a quality guy to like look at and have uh, to make sure he's obtainable or not on your waiver wire. Or somebody you might want to go get who could be a sneaky play who's entering, I think, his third year, which is going to be another right. third or fourth year, which should be a, you know, if you're going to step up, this is the time. So, yep. again, sometimes it's good to get those guys where they just need that time to shine. You know, like a guy like Richard Higgins, where he went from being cut by the Browns to brought back, and now he's like, oh, everybody's thought, we, we're talking at least like this guy you might want to own for 2020. Yep. Looks like he's locked in as Browns third wide receiver. Well, David Moore could be locked in as Russell Wilson's number two wide receiver on a team that doesn't have a lot of viable options at the receiver position as it is. You right. have Tyler Lockett. We love that. Love what we see. But, I mean, are we getting excited about, like, Nick Bennett at tight end? Nope. No. Are we getting overly excited about, I mean, does this help Chris Carson? But Chris Carson's not catching 100 footballs. No. Tyler Lockett's going to have a monster year. going to have a good year. Good, you know, good we, year. We haven't done uh, who's in and who's out at wide receiver one yet. That's going to be next week uh, for the Nerd episode. I think Tyler Lockett can get in there. Dude, it's Tyler tough. Lockett could be a sneaky borderline. He I mean, really could be. This is a guy who I've been pimping for six months now. I go out there and get, and uh, I get, you know I got a lot of shares of him. And a lot of times, it didn't even take that much in December to get him. He uh, could end up being like the new, like the new uh, Brandon Cooks, where like he's always right around that, like like thirteen. Yeah, like right in that fringe RB one like or wide receiver one. Yeah, he finishes between wide receiver eleven and like fourteen for like the next three years. Yeah, it's I just, could absolutely see that. It, and don't let anybody kind of put you down on Tyler Lockett with the whole, like, oh, well, he scored, you know, the 10 touchdowns. That's going to regress. We mentioned this before in the podcast. You know, Doug Baldwin averaged 114 targets per year. Everything that Tyler Lockett did last year, he did on 77 targets. All right? So even though those touchdowns regressed just a little bit, just a little fuck you. Just let him cut down a little bit. Cut him in half. Come down to five. Come, which There's no reason. Somebody's got to catch touchdowns. It's going to be Tyler Lockett anyways. Yeah. He's a big play receiver. He's going to see almost double the targets. So there's a chance Tyler Lockett could be a wide receiver one, which is just because he's the number one in Seattle does not make him going to be a wide receiver one because there's only 12 of them. There's 32 teams the last time I checked, and a lot of times one team finishes with two wide receiver ones. Yep. Uh, you know, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs are still pretty good from when I checked. Brandon, Brandon Cooks the ball and bunch. Robert Woods are really good last time I checked. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin are really good last time I checked. Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham are really good the last time I checked. There's a lot of good receivers out there, but Tyler Lockett's pretty good in his own right. Yes. And we mentioned, you know, a lot, there's like one-two punch, one-two punch, one-two punch. We just said Tyler Lockett, there's not a one-two punch there. No. Like, he just might be force-fed. He's a good enough route runner. It doesn't matter if you put the number one corner on him because guys like Tyler Lockett and guys like, you know, Odell back on that, when you're, when you're mentioned, even Amari Cooper, when you're in the category of a Keen Allen uh, and Amari Cooper – uh, DeAndre, when you're a really good route runner, yep, there is no cornerback in the NFL that can just shut you down. Yep. It's just impossible. Definitely in today's rules in NFL, if you can become a, that's why I don't love TK Metcalf. You know, it's just you can stop something like that. Yep, but a guy who's an exceptional route runner, it's gotten better at it year in and year out. You can't stop it. 
I don't care what cornerback you are, you're going to get beat for some plays. I'm sorry. It's just impossible. It's literally impossible to stop unless you double you have team to, them. You have to be able to anticipate their every move, and, and at some point you're going to guess wrong because if you have to guess every time, you're not going to get that right every time. Yeah, and if you guess wrong four times, you know, yep. out of every snap of the game and you come away with four catches for 85 yards and touchdown, two touchdowns, I mean, Denzel Ward was locked down. He got he made one mistake, and you know he's giving up a play here and there. It just yep. it happens. It's, it's impossible. So I do love Tyler Lockett this year, yep. even more. Like it's just it's just growing and it's growing and growing. And we'll talk about Russell Wilson next episode too, right? Yes, we shall. Yeah, look at you grinning over there. I like Russ. You're a big Sierra fan too, though, so I get it. Um, <laughs> so uh, ESPN's Mike Duraco calls DJ Shark the most impressive receiver at Jacksonville Jaguars camp. See, I wish I wish Matt was here to gloat right now. I know we got to talk about it with him next week. I got, yeah. got. I hope we remember saying, "Hey, do you read that blurb about uh, DJ Shark, Shark looking?" Do 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 that. No, that's not right. Right, close enough. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I don't want to do that to people. <laughs> I got too many tweets saying, "Dude, you did this to me, and I hate you for it." Um, so we mentioned before, Matt mentioned he's cleared. Like he likes him a lot as a sneaky guy. I still think D.D. Westbrook's really good value across every platform. He's somebody that. We haven't talked about a lot. We haven't really talked about D.D. Westbrook a lot on this show. Not a ton. Just about being the fact of when we talked about Jacksonville, we were breaking down the teams like, hey, I, you know, I was like, D.D. Westbrook's a nice own. D.D. Westbrook, when you mentioned, like you said before, if we, we just kind of double back here in the 2023rd for Manny Sanders. Like how much more, right, would it cost to get D.D. Westbrook? You know, obviously it's more than a third. But you right. know, when I said, this is coming to me now where when we said, hey, you know, I'd rather just do better. Right. I think a guy like T.D. Westbrook is, you might be able to give up a 20, 22nd, and then something else. Yeah, like, the, the difference between the two guys is uh, Sanders, in theory, would have the safer floor. Um, but but obviously, the upside with with D.D. Westbrook is is significantly higher. Uh, and it, it all depends on who you're going to make the deal with, because I've met a couple of people that are like D.D. truthers. Like, the, uh-huh. he, has his, he has his group, um, but it's not that big. So there's a lot of people that are like, who? Oh, it's a Jacksonville receiver. I don't really care then. You know, so it, it all depends on what league it is. Um, but there are times that you might have to pay legitimately like a high in 2022nd to get him. There might be times that you could get away with a 2023rd, depending on the owner. Yeah. Age breakout year, uh, TD Westbrook. We just mentioned before Tyler Lockett being the guy there in Seattle. For the most part, you know, even if Sharks involved, it's still he, He's going to be the number one guy. There's still no dominant tight end there in Jacksonville. We can mention right. there's no dominant pass catcher and running back there in Jacksonville. Right. Even if they run, they, they switch formats and go to the Seattle format where Seattle was the only team that ran the ball more than they passed the yard. You still had Tyler Lockett there produce. And that was even with some Doug ball win action there who actually saw more targets than Tyler Lockett even last year. So by default, by default, DD Westbrook is going to be the number one guy locked in there as a receiver and just, pass you know probably see the most targets there as well so when you said uh the floor might not be as bad i mean a guy like that who's a number one option on that on somebody's team usually has a wide receiver three floor sure usually you know um again there's 32 teams there's only 36 wide receiver you know top three wide receivers so it's not guaranteed because you get a lot of double up guys but for a guy like dd westbrook there's definitely some wide receiver three value there sure um, the upside there with the bigger upside than probably Manny Sanders. So I agree. You know, if I, so we go back to, I mentioned John Brown before who might be cheaper than DD Westbrook, but they're in a those, similar plane, you know, be, but 
Westbrook's what five years younger than a guy like John Brown. Got to be close to that. Yeah. So for me, that's where I'm going. You know, I'd I, I said I'd rather just move up a tier. So if I'm going to get the third, why not give up the second? So why not give up the second if I could just do that to get D.D. Westbrook right? Or give up a second and then something else. Because they can take much on top of the second to get it. Unless you're a truther, to get a guy like T.D. Westbrook. Yeah. I think Westbrook's a really nice buy. If you're going to yeah. shoot for some ceiling. And maybe this DJ Shark news that Matt's been pimping uh, hard. Maybe somehow with his uh, Deshaun Jackson-esque kind of talent and Nick Foles as a good enough arm, maybe DJ Shark's to buy there. Because DJ Shark, I guarantee you, you can get probably for a 2023rd. Oh, easily. Yeah, and I've even heard I've heard some Chris Conley rumblings as well. So we'll see uh, we'll see yep. what happens with all that. Dude, I've been hearing Chris Conley rumblings for years, and all it does is just turn into crumblings and uh, lands on the floor that gives you nothing but some garbage to clean up. So don't don't clean up garbage. Don't do that. Don't be a dumbling. I mean, is that is that a word? No, I know dumplings <laughs> are a word. I like dumplings. They're pretty good. Ooh, I do like a good. You dumpling. like you like a good dumpling? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ah, I can tell. We were talking. We were talking about pierogies over the weekend. I love oh. me some pierogies. Is yep. that is that just a Cleveland thing? Because Cleveland's known for pierogies. I, I know people love pierogies in Cleveland, but like, I don't love them because they're. I don't. I, yeah, I just like they're delicious. They're, like jalapeno pierogies. I mean, it's 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 mashed potatoes inside a shell. Like, what's what's not uh, to like? What's not to like? <laughs> really. <laughs> Honestly, if you cook them right, what's not to like? I don't know. Even if you cook them wrong, what's not to like? It's still mashed potatoes in a shell. It's like spaghetti. Like, like, how do you really cook it wrong? Right. Like, oh, the noodles you overcooked them. Like, what do you mean? You don't even cook them. You boil them. What do right. you mean? Do you hear people say like, oh, you overcooked the spaghetti? Like, you've ever heard somebody say that? I ever heard it's somebody like, say that? Like, you don't cook spaghetti. It's you burnt. boil spaghetti. It's burnt spaghetti. It's supposed to burn. Burnt. I don't see any blackness on my spaghetti noodle. Yeah. Get out of here. You throw it on a wall. Like who? What? You ever do that too? Like you're supposed to throw the spaghetti in the wall. Like you're supposed to. Throw, <laughs> I'm throwing food in my wall to see if it's done. Food fight. No, I know if a spaghetti's done. Now, granted, I'm not a cooker. Right, I don't cook. Yeah, I just I'm just. Are you a grill guy though? I grill yeah. a lot. Like if my wife passed away unexpectedly, like we we would suffer here. Like I would. It'd be like cereal and like grilled meat. We would eat out a lot, <laughs> a lot. It'd be bad, but like, I mean. Like, it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> how do I know spaghetti's done? You throw it again. No, all I do is put my, like, I cook spaghetti many times. Like, you know what I do? I put the spoon or fork in there, and I pull it up, and the noodle is completely limp over here. I'm like, <laughs> good oh, enough yeah. for me. <laughs> Looks done. What am I going to throw it again? It's a wall for. It's a limp noodle. It's like your ramen noodles. You take the whole packet, throw it against the wall, and then scrape it off, and then you put the sauce on. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I'm not Chef Boy RD, but listen, that does not make sense. Does that make sense to it you? It does not make sense. You know people do it. You know oh, for how, sure. We're going to get tweets about this. How many people out there right now? Tweet, let me know if you're a noodle thrower. Hashtag noodle thrower. <laughs> it's, Rich, how are you supposed to know it's done? It's a proven fact. It's perfect noodles. It's like, yeah, but it's about the sauce more than a noodle, right? <laughs> like, who eats noodles without sauce, too? People probably do that as well. No, That's weird, too, right? Shouldn't, shouldn't be a thing. Nah, get off that train. Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about more fantasy <laughs> fans football. This is like the worst show ever for off topics. Uh, Matt's not. Matt's not here. You can tell Matt's not here. So I'm going to try and get this name correct. Okay. Right. I have no idea if this is right at all. So I'm just going to do your best. The name looks like it's Dare, D A R E. I think you're so right. I'm going to call it Dare. I would just guess, like, just oh, nobody's named Dare. I'd I think Dare. I, I think it's it right. Dare? It's Dare. That's what I've been saying. So maybe I'm saying it wrong too. All right. First name, Dare, D A R E. Last name, Ogunbowale. That's got to be right. 100%. I'm going to translate. Oh, Ogunbowale, O G. U N B O W A L E. 
running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. That's now, the important part. Yeah. So why are we bringing up Dare Ogunbowale's name? Well, he's getting some first-team reps. Yep. And right now, that Tampa Bay situation is a big, gigantic question mark. And I know they only gave Ronald Jones one series in the last preseason game, which is, which is what you do with the starters to keep them safe. And it's also what you do with the scrubs. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I can't get you out there and show too much. I don't know. Ronald Jones might shock us all this year and be studly. He, he could. Uh, there, there's not a lot to show me that he will do that. But uh, it was the same reason that we were interested in Bruce Anderson. Like, it, it was like, hey. Who was Bruce interested in Bruce Anderson? I mean. Don't, don't say we. Okay. People were interested okay, in Bruce okay. Anderson. Were you interested in Bruce Anderson? I was interested in the Tampa Bay running back job. So okay. wh- right, whoever right. could potentially get that job, uh, I think it's still probably going to be Peyton Barber, and uh-huh. we're just going to have another year of suffering through Peyton Barber. Uh, Again, the, the, the guy's on the 2020 rookie class. Yeah, oh, that, that's their future running back, is either that or like somehow Melvin, Melvin Gordon ends up there or something. Or, or Dare Ogunbowale. It's a worthwhile dart throw. He's probably on your waiver wire. Probably. He's getting first team reps, which means he'll most likely least make the team. It's going to come to a situation where this offense is going to move well enough, where the receiving core is so good. I mean, O.J. Howard is about to take a big step forward this year. Big step. I can't wait to talk about him on the next show. Um, Some facts about this O.J. Howard. And that offense is going to move. That Bruce Arians is going to need whatever running back is going to be there to produce. I feel like this is going to be... Who's everybody's going to share? Like you could, here's your chance. Do it. Oh, you don't do it. Okay. Round Jones. Like, I think Peyton Barber might, or round Jones might be the first, but somebody's going to get cracked and they're not going to produce. Right. Then there's somebody else going to get cracked and not produce. And then somebody else is going to get cracked and not produce. So somebody's going to have to step up here. And this offense is going to be good enough where I think if you can just get, get, be average, be competent, you'll be a, a solid fantasy contributor as a running back too potentially here. And for me, the fact that Dare. Ogunbowale is getting some first team reps. It's definitely worth a wait. I went through all my leagues. He was on every, everybody claimed him except for two leagues. I got him in two leagues. Mm-hmm. I was able to pick him up off the waiver wire in two leagues. Definitely worth a gamble. Uh, these are the kind of guys you definitely want to bottom of your waiver wire because there's a good chance if I had to guess that Ogunbowale is going to get an opportunity sometime in the 2019 season, whether it be one of these turd Fergs gets injured yep, or they just, be themselves, and they become they just be turd fergs. Yep. And what do two turd fergs do? They stink up the place, Garrett. Oh, turd fergs stink up the place. It's a it's a commonly known saying. I should have known. Yeah. Well, the turds. You know, if you if you act like a turd, you're gonna stink up the place. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen a turd and be like that smells great and it's just it's great to have around? Now nah, my my youngest is still in diapers, so no, people put that stuff in bag and catch it on fire. That's how much bad. That's how bad it is. You know, they leave it on the doorstep. You ever do that to somebody? It just makes me think of Billy Madison. That's all it does. Yeah, with the penguin. I see what's going on here. <laughs> well, whoopity do. Oh, now, back to school. We did that a couple of times. There, our friends in college. We we, we did that a couple of times. Nice. It was, it was, they did not like it at all. I'm they sure they not, didn't. They were not happy about it. Um, let's talk about a couple more news and notes here, and then we'll wrap this one up. Just uh, real quick on this. A couple of guys. Just a couple of guys. Hit topics. We won't spend a lot of time on it. Yep. Marquise Brown came back for the Ravens. Uh, Hardball came out and said he has a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Uh, Just the game's not, the game's too fast for him. Whoa, whoa, too fast for Marquise Brown? He's fast, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm still not buying that at all. Yeah, I'm not either. Jimmy G uh, threw like six interceptions row in practice and then came out with a 0.0 QB rate in here in the first, second preseason game. Are we nervous? 
Uh, I mean, I'm not happy about it, but I, I think a lot of it, Matthew Betts came out and was talking about it a little bit today. I, I think it has more to do with he's still mentally recovering from the injury. I think he's. I think this is a good buy low opportunity in a super flex league. Okay. And then last but not least, we haven't talked about this guy. Uh, last but not loose. Uh, <laughs> last but not least. He's a prude. <laughs> Lucy Goosey. This guy has not. We haven't talked about too much about it, but it looks like Ty Montgomery is just consistently standing out at the Jets camp. Uh, and Gase is actually pretty, like Gase said, came out, I think it was yesterday or today, and said, you know, the, uh, the running backs, it's Le'Veon Bell and Ty Montgomery have just really stepped up and impressed me a ton. And the name for Ty Montgomery is just consistently coming out there uh, at the Jets camp. So Ty Montgomery can be had for really cheap. I'm I'm sure in maybe some really random leagues, he might even still possibly be on the waiver wire. Definitely possible. Uh, this could hurt. Le'Veon Bell, some of his pass catching ability, I don't think it's going to hurt too much. but Enough to put him out of RB1 even, status. Even if they use Ty as a slot receiver on times. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. a, which you got to remember, Ty was Montgomery a was a wide receiver. He was a slot wide receiver in Green Bay before they moved him to running back and he had some success. So definitely a situation to monitor uh, closely. Might be one of those you know throw-in trades that you can just give him the back end of your roster just yep. to see uh, what can happen there. Probably not much, but worth noting here, right? Yep. That's it. We made it through without Matt. There we go. How do you feel about that? I feel good. I mean, like, I, there's a part of me that, like, misses Matt, but then there's a part of me that's like, man, you did it. Good job. Yeah. I Super mean, duper. This show went off the rail way too many times. Way too many. That's his number one job here. You know, look good, sound good. How many people went up to Matt at the expo at the after party and was like, dude, you have a really good voice? Nobody came up to us and said that. Not one single person came up to me and said, Rich, you have a really good voice on podcast. I heard four people tell Matt, like, dude, your voice on the pot is fantastic. <laughs> like, you have a voice for radio. Yeah. And then they see him like, wow, and your face is just made for GQ. And it's like, whoa, whoa, what about me? And they're like, oh, you're funny sometimes. Hey, hey thanks for buying the wings. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the money, Rich. I'm like, oh, no love for me? I'm like, no, no love. I'm like, okay, well, at least I asked. Well, don't worry. I have no problem patting myself on the back. <laughs> I don't so, need you. <laughs> I don't need you for to build me up. I got myself for that. So that's it for this week's podcast. We're getting closer and closer to the start of the season. So close. One more preseason game to go this week, which will be the most important one. Yep. Then the game nobody wants to watch, the fourth preseason game. Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. uh, and that's it. So we'll be back next week with more news and notes. Uh, make sure you tune in to the Nerd Herd episode. If you're going to join just for this one, it's going to cost you three bucks to listen to this one episode. And this advice so if you just want to join up for the the one month, which once you do it once, it's gonna it's like you can't go back. Yeah, no. it's like you're, you're like, ah, oh, do I get four extra hours of the nerd like the Dynasty Nerd podcast? Four extra hours? Sometimes a little bit more because we go over an hour. We do that a lot. That's like good. That's good value. That's like, let's see if it's a, it's like it's less than a penny a minute of listening to me talk. Like not even right, way less. Yeah, yeah, because a penny would be sixty minutes. Would be. I don't know. This is too my bright my brain hurts. But That's the accountant. If you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna ever join Nerd for an extra Nerd episode, like whoa, this is an episode I gotta hear. This is an episode you gotta hear. Yep. Now I might have built this advice up way too big, but I'm okay with that. You better deliver. I'm ready to let half half of you down, <laughs> but the other half of you, I'm about to give you a really good strategy on how to put yourself in position to make that big trade for the blue chip player. Without potentially giving up the blue chip player back. Ooh. Tune in. Or hit me up on Twitter and ask me. And I'll tell you, nope, I'm not telling you on Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> I got to save this stuff for the uh, nerd episodes. People pay for this stuff now. This kind That's of right. They need this stuff. And I'll tell you what, though. The feedback on the nerd herd is tremendous. Oh, some of the people that came up to us at the expo, like, it was awesome. 
people that were already wearing the shirts. They didn't even buy them there. Like they brought them with. They brought the shirt with them. That was great. Right? That was that was yeah, awesome. I mean, Sid, yeah, it's, it's a lot of people there. It was just it, it was nice. It was a little ego stroke, I guess, for first time. For sure. The first time we went to an expo, so like you got to meet the fans per like face to face. Yeah, like, dude, I love your work. I'm like, I, I love you too. <laughs> I guess, yeah, right, absolutely. I mean, I so I love the Nerdhorn members more than the regular listeners. Just you, average I can't help folks. it. They're like my children. They're like my children. I love them more. I tell people like it's my it's my children, my wife. They're together. I don't mean uh, my children and wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's my children, then the Browns, then the wife. Well, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. They're like, dude, you either gotta stay with your wife forever, or you can never watch the Browns again. You can only pick one. It's such a good thing she doesn't listen to this show. It's such a good. Every t- like, like I've, I'd obviously, probably, maybe <laughs> pick my wife, but that'd be a really hard decision to make. But you'd still have like NFL Network on your phone or something. Just no, like there's no going back. Like there's no like, remote like it's it's cut off. Like it's it's like that's it. Like do you ever see that? Uh, you don't watch uh, uh, oh what is it? Oh my god, uh, Black Black Mirror. I haven't yet. We've oh. talked about it. Well, yeah, I need there, to. There's one episode where like he does it like you can be cut off and muted from somebody. So you literally can't see it. Like you can't what? see that person. Like it's just, it's like a, like a fuzzy TV, essentially an outline. You can't hear them talk. You can't, they can't hear you talk. So like a future restraining order. Basically. Yeah, essentially. It's exactly what it was. You just mute. So like muting somebody on like Twitter, you'd mute somebody in real life. Ooh. You can't see anything to do with them at all. There'd be a lot of people I didn't see that. Yeah. So if that was the Browns, that'd be tough. That'd be really tough. Or just football in general. Like you just gotta give up oh, football. Geez. That's tough for me. That would be really tough. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Like, what do you mean that stuff should be an easy decision? I'm like, for you, <laughs> you don't like football. Like, that wouldn't be for a lot of people. That would probably be like immediate. But yeah, of course, my wife. Yeah, yeah. it's a no brainer for me. I'm like, oh, this. <laughs> like, I I know I would get there eventually, but I would like it'd be hard. Yeah, I gotta stop now because <laughs> somebody's gonna tweet at her and tell her to listen for to this sure. episode. I'm just kidding. It's easily my wife. Hundred percent. We're gonna actually cut that part out. You're never even gonna hear it. Good call. Let's edit our first show. <laughs> In the meantime, if you want to talk Dynasty, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Price. If you want to tell Matt uh, you miss? And actually, just leave Matt alone this actually time. This is not actually a good time for him. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's at Dynasty Matt. You can follow us like at Dynasty Nerds. Uh, and we'll be back next week to talk more preseason. Hopefully, no in- I will say, we've gotten through this so far with Pretty no big good. injuries. Yeah. This is the first time ever, I feel like, ever in the history of doing the show. Yeah. That we've gotten like this far in with no major injury. Yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. You know, even defensively, there's been no like ACL out for the year, guys. Like no big names. I can't think of any. We just jinxed it. I know it's gonna. Ha- there's gonna be like six this week. So we'll be back next week talking about the guy who tore his ACL. <laughs> Till then, arrivederci. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.